Live by every word. That is the challenge and the opportunity the Bible gives to you. This program examines the actual words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God Himself so we can use them to guide our paths and live by them in our everyday lives. This is Live by Every Word. Thanks for joining me here today on Live by Every Word. This is Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG. We're online at kpcg.fm, and we have a live link at thetrumpet.com as well. Thanks for checking out our podcast at those various locations. Well, we live in a time when truth is becoming very rare and very precious. It's hard to find the truth. You know, you can look at the big stories of the the current news cycle, you know, what is the truth about COVID? What is the truth about recent U.S. elections? I mean, just think for a minute about how much easier and less stressful life would be if people told the truth, if we knew that what we were being told was true. How much easier would that make things? (laughs) Because even though we're conditioned to not really believe, I guess, most of what we hear, Still, we sort of want to. Many people do believe what they hear in the news media. And there's evidence of that everywhere. Truth is a hard thing to find. But it's so essential. It's needed. And there's only one place we can go for 100% truth 100% of the time. And I think you know where that is. But let's take a look here in Psalm 33 and verse 4. We have a few passages today, so if you have a Bible handy, it'd be great to get it out so we could go through some of these scriptures together and see what God says about truth. Psalm 33 and verse 4 says, For the word of the eternal is right, and all his works are done in truth. God's word is right. He tells the truth. God always tells us the truth. And yet, that can be hard to hear sometimes or hard to read. Why don't more people really look for truth in God's word? Well, it's because of the fact that most people really don't want to hear the truth. Most people really don't want to hear the truth, and now I don't think anyone would admit to that. But if we really stop and consider the topic of truth... One of the major issues in being deceived is that people don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear the honest truth about themselves or the world around them. Notice 2 Timothy 3 and verses 16 and 17. It says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So if we're going to be perfect, if we're going to grow and we're going to become more like God, we've got to go and look at God's word and then use it. Notice this quote from the Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course. This is a free course, and it's at thetrumpet.com. And if you don't have it, sign up for it, please, because it's an excellent course. And it really does give you a lot of great understanding about your Bible. It says, So the scriptures are profitable for the purpose of reproving and correcting us. But how many people do you know 
who are willing to be corrected when they are in error, to be reproved for the wrong things they do. People simply do not like to be reproved and corrected. They love praise. They like flattery. But reproof and correction, they surely hate. That's a very powerful quote. And of course, it's just shedding some light there on 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17. Most people would rather be lied to. (laughs) That's maybe hard to wrap our minds around. But that's true. And it can be true for us sometimes. You know, where we'd rather be praised, flattered, and not really told the truth that, you know, actually, (laughs) you need to change something. See, we want the truth in a way. But at the same time, sometimes we don't like to hear the truth. And if we don't like to hear the truth, we're not going to find the truth. Notice Isaiah 30, verses 8 through 11. This is talking about the spirit of the time in which we live. And you'll notice that people really don't want to hear the truth. It says, Now go, write it before them in a table, and note it in a book, that it may be for the time to come forever and ever. So this is applicable for us today. Verse 9 says that this is a rebellious people, talking about spiritual Israel, which many of them have fallen away from God. It says, this is a rebellious people, lying children, children that will not hear the law of the eternal, which say to the seers, see not, and to the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things, speak unto us smooth things, prophesy deceits, get you out of the way, turn aside out of the path, Cause the Holy One of Israel to cease from before us. I mean, this is a pretty pretty um, bold request. Now, people may not say this verbally. In some cases, they might. But, but it's an attitude. It's an attitude. They say, oh, look, we don't want to hear right things. Don't prophesy unto us right things. Rather, speak unto us smooth things. Prophesy deceits. Tell us we're okay. Tell us we're fine. Tell us everything we're doing is good. Tell us things will be okay. But they don't want to hear the truth. Is it no wonder that it's hard to find the truth today? Truth doesn't sell very well. How many commercials do you see where they tell you the truth about the product? Not too many. (laughs) Or at least they don't give you the full picture. Trumpet editor-in-chief Gerald Fleury writes in the Isaiah booklet, he says, notice, this was God's own church, referencing back here to Isaiah 30. He says, God was with it, but then the people caused God to cease from among them. No sin is greater than that. God only reveals his prophecy to very humble people. You can see that in Matthew 11 and verse 25. God reveals his prophecy to very humble people. And being humble means that we'll hear the truth and apply it, whether we like it or not, (laughs) whether it's, you know, something that makes us feel good in the moment or not. And a lot of times um, we find that, look, we've got to make some changes, and that's not always comfortable. But how are we going to become like God if we're not willing to 
be corrected and if we're not willing to change. People really cry out in this world and say, we want the truth. But yet, they really don't want the truth. And so there's a lot of lying, there's a lot of deceit, there's a lot of smooth things. This Laodicean or lukewarm attitude, it has spread among most of God's people. And the desire to hear smooth things is common in the world. It is much harder to hear the truth. It's much harder to hear the truth because the truth often has some correction for us. I mean, unless we're perfect, unless we already have become just like God, there's going to be some correction. How about you? How about me? Are we willing to accept the truth? If we are, then we have to look into the Bible to find the truth. If we don't want to find the truth, then we'll be lied to, we'll be deceived. Notice Hebrews 4 and verse 12, talking about the Word of God. It says, For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So the Bible really cuts to the quick. It really gets to it. It really gets to the point. Gets to the heart of the matter. The correspondence course says the Bible is God's great spiritual mirror. It shows up every flaw in our thinking, reveals every spot on our characters. It pictures us as we really are, as God sees us, not as we like to think we are, or as we like to have other people look upon us. And because humanly we want people to think we're pretty good. But yet we don't always want to do good. That's that's the battle that rages in in people's minds. And that happens very often with public figures in this world. They get exposed for doing something that they wanted to keep secret. They wanted to look good and appear good, but they had some some issues maybe. And that's unfortunately too common. And again, I'm not bringing this up to throw stones at anybody in particular. It's just that's the human condition apart from God's spirit. We need to really want the truth. And to really want the truth means that we have to go to God's word. God's word gives us the truth, and then we have to accept that. God's word shows us who we really are and how we need to change. And that can be hard to look into. It can be hard to look at because, you know, if you look in a mirror and you don't like what you see, the natural inclination is to not look in that mirror again. <laughs> We've probably all had that with uh, maybe uh, looking in a physical mirror and we think, oh boy, I didn't like that so much. And so we're not as eager to maybe look again. But we have to deal with the reality of the way God sees us and then make those changes to become more like God. It's a very positive process, but it's not an easy process. Notice Psalms 111. Psalms 111, verses 7 and 8 and verse 10. It says, The works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are sure. So we can really build our lives on the foundation of God's word. His commandments are sure. That's sure footing. It says they stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth 
and uprightness. In verse 10, the fear of the eternal is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments, his praise endures forever. So those who have understanding obey God's laws. And that means when they look into God's word and they see that they're in error in some way, and that's true of all of us, then then we'll make the changes necessary in our lives. But it's a rare person that will do that. It's a very rare person. That's why truth is such a rarity in this world today, because very few will look at God's word and then apply it. Christ made that clear when he was on this earth in the flesh. He made clear the fact that the world is built on lies. It's built on deception. It's built on things being false. Notice John 3, verses 19 through 21. It says, And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. See, how true is that? The world loves darkness rather than light. It loves deception because it doesn't want to be exposed. People don't want to be exposed for their evil, so they like lies. Verse 20 says, For everyone that does evil hates the light, neither comes to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. I mean, you can think about just some of the topics in the news today. There's a lot of questions about some of these major issues, COVID and, and the election in the United States, and there's probably other things you could think about. There's some real questions there. Wait a minute, how, how, how did this all start? What's going on? Who did what? And yet, people that are involved in it aren't coming to the light and saying, well, let's, let's just put it all out there. We have nothing to hide. No, there's misdirection. There's intimidation. There's threats. There's all kinds of things, but there's not coming to the light. And why does that happen? Christ said it's because their deeds would be reproved otherwise. But they hate the light. They don't want to come. They don't want to be exposed. And so they lie. Verse 21 says, But he that does truth comes to the light. If there's nothing to hide, why wouldn't you come to the light? Why wouldn't you expose it all and say, Well, this, this is what I did. Well, it's because there's something to hide. Verse 21 finishes by saying, that his deeds may be made manifest. See, that's why somebody that does the truth comes to the light, so that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. I mean, if things are being done correctly, why would anyone hide that? <laughs> Who do you know that does something very well and just really doesn't want anyone to know about it? Now, there, there might be some cases like that where people aren't trying to, you know, draw attention to themselves, and that's, you know, that can be fine. But for the most part, you know, if somebody does well, they're more than happy to receive uh, 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 acknowledgement of that and have people know about it, right? People don't hide those types of things. The things typically that people hide are the evils. That's what Christ said. As Christ taught, the majority of people love darkness rather than light. So that's, it's interesting because if you look at the world and you were to ask somebody and say, do you want to be lied to? They'd say, no, I don't want anybody lying to me. I want to know the truth. But the tr- 
truth is, as Christ said, most people really don't want to know the truth. That I really don't want things to be exposed. Most people prefer lies. They like good sounding lies, right? They like smooth things, but they're still lies. And the reason people prefer lies to the truth is they don't want to be corrected for their sins. Christ was very clear about that. You know, and some people are tired of being lied to by the media and by government as they would see it. And uh, I think there might be something to that, of course. And uh, if you'd like to know more about what's happening in this world and, and really what's going on, the Trumpet Magazine is something you need to sign up for if you haven't done that already. And also uh, the Trumpet Daily program, the Key of David program, all of that gets into some of the um, current headlines much more in-depthly. But we're talking about the overall principle here. You know, people would say, look, I'm, I'm tired of being lied to. I feel like I'm being lied to by the media. I feel like I'm being lied to by the different establishments. But the question is, do those same people want to really live in the light of God? Do they really want everything to just be exposed? Now, again, I mean, everyone's got sins, and God's not looking to just expose that publicly to everyone as long as somebody's willing to repent and to change and, and make those adjustments. You know, God's very, very kind and merciful there. But at the same time, if somebody's trying to get away with things and hide things, well, that's a, that's another issue. That's a problem. They need to go to the light. We all need to go to the light and lay our deeds out there before God. He knows them anyway. And, and then see what his word says. Are we living in the light or are we hiding in the darkness? Do people that say they're tired of being lied to, do they really want to live in the light of God's word? If they do, they will have to make some changes, of course. That's, that's the truth of, for all of us. Nobody's perfect yet, so hopefully we're growing in that direction. But that means changing and improving. And that means looking into the Word of God and applying it. Coming to that light, getting away from the world of lies, and a big part of the lies of this world are, are you know, smooth things that sound pretty good. You know, you see this all over. You see it in the, in even the sort of, I guess, the entertainment news of the world where somebody might, um, you know, have a real health problem because they're just very overweight. And instead of, you know, trying to deal with it, they, they come out and say, well, no, you know, this is great. Every, this, is, this, is, uh, this is the way it should be. Well, that's not true in any way. <laughs> of course not. And again, that's not to throw stones. We all have to work through our, you know, physical limitations, and that's not an easy thing. But, but we're lying to ourselves if we think that, you know, being obese is healthy. It's just not. It isn't. And no matter what people say about it, no matter what smooth thing is said, the reality is it's not good. And so a person has a choice, right? They can either keep lying to themselves or, and accepting that lie, or they can admit the truth and make some changes. Which one solves the problem? Well, clearly, it's accepting the truth. And again, there's, you can look at a lot of different uh, areas where that's the case. We all have to examine ourselves and say, okay, well, how about me? Am I living in the light or am I trying to hide in the darkness? 
Because if we're hiding in the darkness, we're not going to have the truth. We're not going to know what it is. If we're going to be blinded, we're going to be blinded. We have to be childlike, as we talked about earlier. And that means being willing to accept the truth and make some changes. The Bible gives us direction on how to go. Which, which way do we go in life? The Bible gives us the direction. It's the truth. It lights up the correct path for us. You know, path A, B, what am, what am I supposed to do here? The Bible lights up the correct path for us. David wrote about this in Psalms 119, verses 104 through 106. He said, through your precepts, I get understanding, and therefore I hate every false way. See, we have to be like David there and learn to hate every false way. And that means not accepting smooth things that are false. Verse 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn and I will perform it that I will keep your righteous judgments. See, he said, your word, God's word, it's a lamp unto our feet. It's a light we walked through the woods in the middle of the night, we'd sure like a light so we could see where we're going. Well, that's what the Bible is, walking through the woods of our lives. It lights it up so we know where we're going. We can avoid the pitfall. <laughs> we can avoid the wild animal, which in this case would be Satan, like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. We need God's word to show us which way to go. And so if we are to hate the false ways... We have to love God's ways. And if we are to walk in the right direction, we have to follow God's word by performing what we read in the Bible. See, reading it is a one step. We can read it and, and even agree with it and say, yeah, that's right. But until we do it, see, we haven't completed the task. We haven't completed the task unless we're willing to do what God's word says. How do we conquer the lies of this world? Well, we have to walk in the light of God's truth and strive to do that every day. If you'd like more information on this topic, please request How to Be an Overcomer, a great book for helping us overcome and conquer Satan and ourselves and the society and the lies that are around us. And also sign up for the Trumpet Magazine and the Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course. All of it's free. It's an educational service it's provided for you for free at the Trumpet Com. That's all the time we have for today on this edition of Live By Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. Thank you for spending some of your time with me today. I appreciate it. Until next time, let's all strive to more perfectly live by every word of God. You've been listening to Live By Every Word on Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG and online at kpcg.fm and thetrumpet.com.